us what up y'all this is anna and dennis (laughs) and you're listening to cognac cupcakes and conversations ccc is the podcast with a twist cognac cupcakes and stimulating conversations because it's not just about us anymore and we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities in short it's it's a vibe (laughs) Yes. Word, 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 word. Word, word. So we got the hubby on today's episode, a special episode. Kel is out for this episode, but she'll be coming back real, real soon. We ain't like the JBP, which we'll get into in the Mm. (laughs) R&R. But, um... gunshots over here? Do, 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 do. The Kendrick Lamar trains. Okay, so it's been a crazy uh, couple of weeks. You know, we've been dealing with some hardships and stuff um, across our entire friendship circle. And, you know, just we're asking for good vibrations, y'all. And um, we want y'all to keep sending them our way as we always um, like to reciprocate and send it back your way. Um, but, uh, we got a lot to get into this episode and we also have another person who's always a vibe, who's going to be our special guest on this episode, aside from my booty, Dennis. Um, (laughs) we have the illustrious electric lady, Miss Nayara, um, AKA addictive fitness to, um, Join in on our Women in Conversation for the month. And don't worry, we are going to have our third interview that we didn't get to post last week. We're going to have that for y'all next week as well. But in the meantime, in between time, we are going to get it popping with the motivational moments of the week. This week, we said, you're closer than you were yesterday. Don't quit now. And we know that sometimes it's hard out there, y'all, for a pimp. And <laughs> um, I'm truly making light of it, but it's it's been um, a tough week for both me and Kel dealing with a lot of, like, personal stuff and just trying to have faith that, like, we are going to make it through, you know, some of these different hurdles. I like to call them hurdles because all we got to do is, you know, do our best to jump up and jump over them. And even if we smack our leg on one, you know, that don't mean that the race is over. Or does it? Did you play track? Yeah, you did qualify. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So the race, but in the race of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going. You got to keep going. All right. So, so don't quit. You know, don't drop the baton. Keep passing that jump. And, you know. It is what it is, but, you know, we also are trying to uplift um, our different Asian, our Asian community out there, our Asian listeners with all the hardship that they've gone through with more white supremacy going on, you know, uh, more shootings. Uh, That was a downer, to say the least, for the last week or so um, of different shootings and killings that are going on. So, you know, we, y'all, we got to stay prayed up. We really got to stay prayed up. Um, But as always, we're going to use this moment to transition into our ratchetness and righteousness. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. All right, y'all. So 
seems like it's trouble in paradise for the JPV boys because they are not bike to business, okay? Clearly, clearly, all right? Um, if you are a follower of the Joe Budden podcast, you saw that, um, one, they canceled their episode last Wednesday out of nowhere. Then, uh, last Saturday, they randomly had two other people that, if you're not familiar with the Joe Button podcast, you wouldn't know who they are, but Savon and Ice, which are people that are friends of the pod or employed by the pod, <laughs> as I like to say, um, they had them kind of in the places where Maul and Rory usually are um, for a recording. And so people were like, mm. and Joe said that it was vacation that they were taking, but Clearly, it wasn't because they came back this week, and I just remember, or today rather, they record on Tuesdays, but I was just listening to it with Dennis, and <laughs> Dennis was like, yo, is that ice again? <laughs> I was ready to walk out the room. Yeah, yeah, he was like, me and Dennis be saying this thing, where we gonna leave the theater, <laughs> like, like, he was ready to leave the theater. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I was heartbroken. You know, I knew something was something was brewing. Yeah, yeah. I've been calling it for a few months. I don't know if you're gonna give me my credit, but uh, I mean, I'm not really a few sure. months or a month. A few months. I okay. Mean, I've been saying I feel like the pod, like when they went to twice a week, I feel like the podcast started losing. Really, with losing the twice sp- a week, that's yeah, when started you started. Sp- and then my, I'd be like, it's, it's falling off. And then I'm they like, probably fatigued. They kind of spicy with each, each other. Like I'm noticing the little, mm-hmm. the little, the little uh, arguments they're having is getting extra spicy. Where it's like I feel like they're trying to keep it cordial, and they just running this course. It's like after the Spotify, and then they went to Patreon. It's like yeah, I felt I got a little nervous honestly with the Patreon because I was like, damn, that's a lot of recording. And Maul would say that he wasn't, you know, trying to be at the the little Patreons either. Like, I'll see y'all niggas later. Yeah, because they're doing three hours podcast twice a week. And now they add on Patreon. That's another, I don't know, hour or two. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long those are. You still haven't signed up, so. Word. I mean, we was going to use our homeboys. Yeah, we got to get that login. Yeah. But, I mean, now y'all need it. And I seen people complaining about they want their money back. Mm -hmm. My Mm -hmm. friend that has a login said if Rory and Maul ain't there. He out? Yeah, he not paying for no ice and save on the dime. Bless his heart. Right. I don't think anybody is. I don't think anybody trying to listen to that for free. I mean, we, we got into the show because of the characters that were on it. I mean... Granted, Maul wasn't there from the beginning, but he did. He was a nice addition to the show. But it's not. It's not given what it was supposed to give. You know, it's it's not curling all the way over when they added in Ice and Savon. Now it's cool when they bring them in when like Maul and Rory are still there and they bring like they call Ice on the phone and oh do do do. It's funny, for but like minutes or fifteen minutes, right? Yeah, not for the whole, <laughs> Oh, three hours, yeah. Were. So, you know, Rory was, you know, kind of threatening to get throw some hands at uh, Joe. And Joe was saying, he called out how in one of the previous episodes, he said, but we're friends. So, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Y'all know I love to paraphrase because I don't be writing shit down. But uh, <laughs> we're friends. But um, Rory said, are we? You know? Yeah. And so... That rubbed Joe the wrong way or 
And I, yeah, like to say the friendship, like I always thought Maul was gonna leave first because him and Joe yeah. are friends, and I could just see it going left. So like in order to stay friends, he was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna do this podcast because it's like he not really into it and stuff like that." Yeah. So. It's written all over his face. But Rory was in there from the beginning. So anyway, in the end, it seems like, you know, Maul, not Maul, excuse me, Joe was just sharing, like, the the truth of, well, his truth, I'd like to say. Because it was definitely more so, like, a gaslighting episode of him just talking about this, you know, Oh, I I be putting everything. The world is on my back. World's on my shoulders, and you know I understand how egos grow. You know my ego grew, so of course their ego ego's gonna grow too. And you know they could get the baddest bees in the club, and and it was just like a lot of nastiness. It was a lot of nastiness. He said like something about Rory and Duce Palooza and that's probably why he got a you know his ego is bigger because he got people to drink and Maul he didn't really shoot too many shots at Maul I felt like but it was like underhanded like jabs to me to um Rory and just overall he was just like acting like he's falling on a sword and talking so much about what he's doing for the industry of podcasting and everybody ain't built like me. And you know, they they when they come back, their seats will always be here. Like like as if it's like, you know, let them have their tantrum. And then when they're done having their tantrum, because he even said at the end, you know, this is probably gonna take like a month for us to get over it. And uh, but they'll be back. And I'm like, yeah. don't say that. I mean, like I know dudes are different from females, but like. As a female, I, somebody says she'll be back. I won't. Just out of spite. Mm-hmm. I won't. And it's not like for people that don't know, it's not like Rory and Maul don't have other endeavors that they're involved in to make money, other streams of income. So this was just a, those, a lucrative one from what I, you know, from how they talk about it. This wasn't their only source of income. So. Yeah. And I think Joe is going like say something that's going like his ego is going to make it so he's going to be like I could do this without him this is a Joe Button podcast and he going to have to either replace Maul or replace Maul and Rory and and Rory was talking on Joe Button's other podcast mm-hmm. um the other see the thing. sister see the podcast thing. see the thing is and talking about how he values basically friendship over the business and how he went through that with Duce Palooza and now looks like you know, sometimes he has qualms with Joe with the podcast. And so this was, you know, like Dennis said, it was it was brewing for some time and it just came to a head. And and it shows a pattern of Charlotte, I mean, not Charlemagne, a pattern of Joe Budden. I can't, it was either Charlemagne or Peter Rosenberg who pointed that out that in business he has a lot of like, he'll have success, but then... Oh, I think that was Charlemagne. He'll sabotage it. He's yeah. like, so, probably both of them said yeah. it because they both have had dealings with him. Yeah, it's like pump, pump, pump it up. Like he had a he had a hit single, but then a lot of turmoil, and then then he got blackballed, and a lot of people didn't. You know his relationships. Oh, is that what happened? Because I've always wondered, like, why he never put a out lot of people feel like album. Yeah, he like only put out that one self-titled album but then Def Jam and his deal and he had he had issues because <laughs> yeah the money he, you know what I mean it's 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 a pattern and you know 
Bless his heart, but... Yeah, I was, I was really disgusted, and I was disappointed, but I'm not surprised, as one of my girlfriends was telling me, and Dennis, like, like it's like you, you, you're you sad about it, but at the same time, you're not surprised, because Joe does this, and you have to ask yourself after a while, Joe, it can't be everybody else all the time. Yeah. You have to look in the mirror at some point at some of the nasty shit that you do and wonder why, you know sin and i don't know this man so that goes without saying though but like you know for the what we see in the public tahiri sin whatever has happened with those other women i even have gone out on the limb to be like well maybe he is telling the truth that he didn't hit those women you know but (laughs) he's bringing up some other issues yeah yeah let me stop but But I'm just saying, like, I really became a fan of Joe because that's all I knew about him. I knew about Pump It Up and then them crazy stories about him being an abuser. And then it's like he just continues to show his ass. So after a while, it's like, "Mm," you kind of got to believe it. You got to believe it. And just the way I saw him treating the situation with Maul and Rory the same way he treated the Spotify stuff and and complex and it's like he's basically being a Spotify to them you know when it comes to money even though they're saying this isn't a money dispute this is more like a friendship issue I'm just like man if it's business and friendship it's usually some money somewhere tied in in there in between money issues so yeah because they feel like if the Joe Button podcast is so successful enough to the point where he can have a network now and he can start see the things is or what's the he got the other one with Karen Silver too so it's like girl I guess I believe is what it's called yeah right so is Rory and Maul like Rory and Maul probably not getting a, a cut of that like Parks yeah. might be getting cause right. he's like engineering or helping out with the sound so he might be getting you know receiving some of the fruits of that but it's like you know, Maul and Roy, they got some questions. And it's like the same kind of questions Joe had with all those other people. So it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sip the tea, you know. And <laughs> yes, sip the tea, yes. <laughs> and brew the beer. Right, brew the beer, yes. <laughs> so, Saweetie, uh, speaking of sipping the tea, yes. And Dennis is indulging in the cognac today, drinking, sipping on some Martell. Bless his heart. Bless him. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had enough cupcakes lately. It's time to bring back some cupcakes on the pod. But anyway, Saweetie uh, was on um, Hot 97 eons ago. You know, as we all know, because I, I, that's the story I really want to highlight more so than her breaking up with Quavo. Because, yes, that take care response on Twitter, <laughs> iconic. Okay. <laughs> Iconic. Uh, well, do you have something to say I was just about gonna that? Say it's gonna be a hot boy summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, she <laughs> hot boy summer <laughs> for him. No, nah, I mean it's I mean, been a she... hot boy year. Like for for the Migos, like if finally take off, gonna show up on the scene again. You saw him sitting on the on the Learjet steps, nah, <laughs> offset. You know, you time. you know they trying to you know hold their man's down, like help him out while he he's in pain over his shorty. Yeah, but. sweetie won that though. She she won that. She won that uh that battle, I guess. Of, I don't know what do you call that? Like when a when a famous couple breaks up and. Everybody. Who gets the most sympathy, you think, or who who people empathize with more? Yeah, yeah, and then who like who looks better, like 
you know, did Sierra upgrade or did she downgrade? Uh, you know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like how you handle it, but um. yeah, what's his name does seem a little more dustier. Yeah, she does seem like she came out on top. Like she's a little more polished after the fact. Elevated from where, yeah, yeah. And he seems like he's kind of still in the same place. Word, that's so deep that you saw that too. Because it's, you know, it's an unspoken thing. It's so true. Like I, I didn't even speak that out loud, but I thought it. Like I just thought, like, oh, you know, what we just said, but. Yeah, well, she did mention that she talked about um, in our latest, like, magazine that she was in or whatever, where she was taking pictures, those really nice pictures. What is it, 17? No, it's Cosmopolitan, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, she did some nice images for that, so a nice little photo shoot. And she brought up at some point in press or in the magazine that she had um, PTSD from her Hot 97 freestyle. Now, it was years ago when her song Icy came out and everybody was, like, really feeling her. And you know how people feel like now her taste of music is very, like, nigga, give me money, um, you know, spoil me, and blah, blah, blah. And before icy, it was... Icy, nah, I, I mean, I feel like that's the same thing, but... But you was one of them. I was one of them. You was one of them that was, like, her, her like her rapping style like changed and her rap like what she was rapping about it did shift you said that when when people were saying that about her when she came out with um the joint that i like uh what's the one with the basketball tap 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 in to me all that sounds like the same kind of content what's her name but i never really like like, I feel like Tanache made a switch. Like, I, I don't really feel like... Uh, I don't feel like Tanache made a switch. When she came out, she was sister with the hair wrap. And what's her name? And, and then after that, she was... You know, Oh, you think I'm... I know, no, uh, I know what you're talking about. I mean, Tanache, I know that's your, your stand. But, <laughs> I know, I'm not a stand of Tanache. I like Tanache. The same way I liked Saweetie. Tanache uh, was more Erica Badu, and then no, she, she was not. Right, she gonna, always was talking about I know that you like it, daddy, or whatever. She she was always talking about you're the boss of me and I, all I that guess, stuff. She was already talking about that back in her mixtape days. Yeah, she already had the little about, freak, like, yeah, well, freak vibe. Uh, sweetie, freak Nick. I, I never took her as a, like a real lyricist rapper type. Now that like, you're bringing it up on your phone, but yes. Oh, what's well, Tanisha? Yeah, I was trying to find it because I, I know she had. This I know one what you're talking about with the head wrap. Yeah. I know, and she had that. She oh, was going back to her roots. Her image. I'm saying her image shifted, and I mean, mm-hmm. sweetie, I feel like she's always been on on that way. Nah, like, you argued that with me, dog. You it did. Was on the pod. We was on the pod. No, we I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> I was say, put, up, put up the footage. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. That's Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, so a lot of people were questioning, like, yo, I don't know, the, this messaging that she's putting out there, it's not empowering. Bring back the Saweetie that actually was um, rapping about something important, blah, blah, blah. You know, because she was always talking about finishing, she was always talking about being in school or blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I just wasn't retweeting that. I don't remember retweeting that. My yeah. bad, but it's all right. Bless my I heart. I am trying here. Try Anyway, Russ, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you, okay? Anyway, <laughs> you know my brain is fogged right now. So, PTSD. 
So um, they were talking about it on the Breakfast Club too. Um, they did not mention Hot ninety seven though. I noticed that, but they were playing the clip of her rapping, and so I'm gonna go ahead and bring up the clip of her rapping too because I I just found that highly entertaining. Um, but what had happened was she was on Hot ninety seven, and um, they were asking her to freestyle. And apparently she had a issue with it. And I remember watching that way back then and feeling bad for her because Ebro, it did feel like Ebro was going in on her. Like, uh, that was all right. Like so putting her in the lines then to force her to rap to show some level of MC skill. Yeah, yeah. And, and what they said on The Breakfast Club today, at least Charlamagne, it was like, you know, that was okay for Sweetie. Yeah, that's how what I she did. Like, like it's like, you know, a lot of people. First of all, a lot of your favorite rappers don't want to freestyle yeah. on live on the radio, and you know what she did was I, you know, but it's like, why are we putting Saweetie on the level of like Rhapsody? You know, everybody has their lane, but I'm gonna just play the clip anyway. She said to us, "I'm not one of these Instagram models, right? I really do this rap ish." She said that. Um, like, I really be rapping. I'm not one of these Instagram girls that just rap because I got a lot of followers. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I had booked Sweetie at my Envision Festival, okay? My Young Women's Empowerment Expo that I do yearly. So I, I ended up booking her. And when I saw her at the event, okay, this is when, you know, she started popping even more. She um she came up to me and she she gave me, like, this really crazy look and i was like hey she was like yes i was like she's like you guys did me dirty i was like no i was like look it was a tough interview but when she was talking to me like a tear came down her face and i felt really I feel like terrible that's nice. but i was like look Mm-mm. she was she told me how she was exhausted she was in the studio the whole night she really didn't want to come on the show but because she wasn't ready she said i didn't feel i was ready she's like i didn't look right i had a, a, my fur coat on because i felt like i wasn't dressed right i wanted to come correct management pushed me and it's true at the end of the day i blame management for it at the time or whoever that person was that knows ebra from back in the day because they were pushing 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 for her to do it and at the end we were right she was uncomfortable at that moment she felt like she wasn't ready and it just turned into a mess we, well, we, she we ended up being wonderful at, at my festival and we, we talked told it out. that she wasn't ready and we also told them that our equipment was broken we so we tried everything to get out of doing this freestyle Nicole was too hard on Sweetie. <laughs> and and I don't even that's not even the clip that I wanted because I feel like first of all I do want to address what um Laura Styles said talking about a tear came down her eye. Bitch, like come on now. And I'm sorry y'all. But I was going to try and limit the curse it. But like what you talking about? But let's let y'all hear a piece of the freestyle so y'all can hear how horrible it was. Degree, how to gossip when you too busy up being a queen. Gossiping don't get money, so that ain't in my routine. <laughs> it had energy. There was energy there. There was energy there. Yeah, she had a look for you in the middle, like I like, know she's talking to me. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It was, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I'm being honest. It was cool. And here was the other part of the of the freestyle that was really uh, something else. 
bait, lace me with a watch. The diamonds, they be dancing, I can barely see the clock tick tock. Whoa, that me a girl real icy. That means I don't got times for girls that don't like me. I be minding my own biz, but they check up on me like a parent does their kid. Mm. How does that really feel? If you don't know me, and don't like me. That's a very special skill. Ooh, you don't know me, and you don't like me. Sweetie, she makes great records. She just had a a a a, a, a bad day. Well, Man, like, I she said that, that it was a, a really dark Yo. point in her life. She said, I went from being so loved so quickly because of Icy Girl to on my first promo run. She said the script flipped uh, the script flipped really quick, like night and day, because Icy Girl was so popular. I was being booked out of huge festivals. I was literally thrown into it. Also, by the way, what bar is she being held to? Like, that's, 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 that's what I want to know. Yeah. So when I hear that... <laughs> What are your thoughts, Benny? Uh, I I think it was a I think it was a good freestyle. Like for Sweetie, like mm-hmm. a lot of artists, you know, they're recording artists, so they're not they're good at freestyling their records, and like it made me gain respect for it. To, like do that because it shows that she like cares more about the craft to actually do that instead to of to actually just, freestyle. Yeah, That's for fact. To That's put the fact. effort out there is like you care about the essence and the culture, you know. It's not like, because she could have just not did it, but it just showed up in her, her fur coat. So, I mean, Ebro and Hot 97, they love you. She blessed the mic. Oh, so sweet. What's also really sweet is Derek Jackson and his wife <laughs> sitting on that damn couch with her and her little beret uh, as he talked about his infidelity in their marriage. Um, and so... Just to bring you up to speed, Dennis. Um, I guess he got found out, and um, he decided to fess up to it. And he did what most, you know, politicians do when they're coming out the closet, or when they're coming out about what infidelities they had. They have their wife sit, wife sit next to them, and they hold their hand, and they t- like they put on this, you know, united front. Yeah. Uh, there's just like a nonverbal way to create a united front to talk about the issues that uh, are at hand. And so, um, you know. Do you know who he is? Yeah, so Derek Jackson is a um, quote-unquote female relationship expert, I guess you would say. Like, he is supposed to be advising women and speaking on behalf of the woman so he's uh, there's a lot of videos circulating around of him like saying you know stuff about like if you're gonna cheat on your wife like you know you knew you was trash from the beginning like really like down in dudes that do that to their wives do exactly what he did you know um so it's just he was in the he's a clown i don't i think he played uh, he i know he played football in college oh okay I'm not exactly sure um, about the NFL stuff, but yeah. yeah. I just see the memes and the jokes, you know. <laughs> that's that's all. I'm and about. a lot of people have something to say about her appearance when um, she went on camera with him. Um, for me, I feel, I feel like it was a split thing for a lot of people. Um, I was more on the side of you know there was a lot of people that was like that's why he probably cheated on her or like how you gonna come on camera looking like that. You know, looking uh, hagpagnil, as Panamanians would say, or just, you know, like dusty and crusty. 
and you supposed to be his wife and represent as his wife. Looking homely, that's the word I was looking for. Um, then there was the other side of the coin where people were like, look, she was fresh out of F's to get. Like, she didn't care anymore. And that's why she came on the camera, like, you know, like she just got out of bed and, and went on the camera. When I did some further research via her Instagram, I saw that she's always kind of had this swag. Mm. Uh, I'll call it that, you know. Um, there's been times when she's kind of sauced it up a little bit when she was a little younger, but this is her vibe in general. So that kind of, I guess, led people down, once they discovered that, led people down the path of, oh, he did this because he chose to marry a goody-goody, you know, only to cheat on her with the freaky-freakies, the freaky-deekies. Um, regardless, uh, I don't know what's going on. She's definitely... Uh, strong in her beliefs and her faith walk and maybe that's why she's chosen this path of what we may see as homeliness she may see it as a armor a badge of honor whatever she's saying on that me <laughs> about her you know with her fatigues and her, that same little black beret on blackberry beret now uh <laughs> i know it's raspberry y'all but um she had her army fatigues and her black beret still on. And um, she sees herself as a soldier for the Lord and for her husband, supporting her husband. They have children. I cannot, I, I don't have any children yet. So I don't know what that would, I don't, we ain't never going to find that out. You and I, but um, I don't know what that, you know, I do want to preempt it. Like we could say all that we want to say about people's relationships, but we really don't know until something happens to us or if it happens to us. And um, I know we all have our own different, uh, you know, breaking points and tolerance levels, but, uh, you know, she's choosing this path to stick or stick by his side. And whether we think it's right or not, it doesn't matter because she's going to do what she's going to do. And clearly he's going to do what he's going to do too. But, um, did they need to share that with us on social media? No, I didn't need that. Um, it was just for the publicity or not for the publicity, but to clean it up for the media, for the public. And yeah, sure it wasn't business. really for their relationship. And that's his bit. You yeah. right. Yeah. You right. But I mean, it's soiled yeah, at this point. It's done. So, so it's like, what, where do you go from here? Like, do you talk to recovering sex addicts or recovering men who have cheated and how they're going to do right by their wives. Like, cause that's the only stepping stone I have in mind with, with that. Like, I don't, I don't know what else. I think we should go to the motivational moment, you know, just move on to that. And... I already did that. Oh, you did the motivational moment? Yeah. Where, where, where was I at? She was here. I did that in the beginning. Well, the versus battles. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, you remember now. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. The versus battles are coming up, and um, we got uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. Yeah, da, 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 I think there was another one announced too. Met the Man and Red Man for four twenty. Oh really? That's nice. I saw that they had the whole list of different peeps coming up. They got some well going into well into the summer. We also heard that um, in May is going to be SWV versus Escape. So that's going to be nice um, for all of us R&B heads, um, especially 90s chicas, you know. 
we're gonna be into that. And shout out Raekwon and Ghostface because theirs was yes, it was for the culture. The culture it was for the, that, definitely you know. for you know a niche, yeah, a niche portion of the hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I still got my my head thumping to Tommy Latoma. You know that that's my joint right there. Kells too. Uh, we just uh, always imagined ourselves as um, Gloria Velez with the two bottles of champagne and clapping our thighs together. You know, um, and, and it's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe. So, and it was a vibe. Like they had their real thuggish, ruggish moments where they were talking about, "Yo, man, you it don't matter. Get your health checked out." You know. <laughs> people dying out here they had their emo moments you know they had their their like put your scullies on and and put your put your wallabies wallabies and your girl's pantyhose and slide over your face i'm not paraphrasing that's literally what ghost face said but um that was that was definitely a moment for the woo the woo gang um and lastly if y'all get y'all vaccines y'all probably heard about this but chrissy cream was giving out um, free donuts for the whole year uh, to those that are fully vaccinated. Um, two things with that. I guess niggas is going to get diabetes. And th- <laughs> two, um, how many other businesses do you think will join in on this? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a trend. You know, all the COVID free parties haven't started back to, you know, after that. And then I heard uh, August 1st that Madison Square Garden, the in New York, they're going to start allowing fans back in if you have a vaccine. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, if you have a vaccine. See, uh, that's the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, people people are going to start whether they choose to, you know, if you want. I feel like they're going to eventually implement this in travel is what I'm trying to get at. At oh, some yeah. point. To lead a country, you got to prove you gotta, that you've been tested in or vaccinated or something. Yeah. And I don't know how, with our rights and stuff, I, maybe that could not happen. Maybe it's possible that you could find a loophole, but maybe you'll start with certain airlines. Yeah. Only certain airlines you can do it with or whatever. They'll implement that strategy, but it's coming, y'all. So everybody got to, I guess, make their decisions just the same way. You know, I guess the same way people can't fly out of the country without a passport, you can't fly out of the country without a vaccine. Yeah. So, well, that's it for this week's R&R. And now we're going to go ahead and transition into our interview with the lovely Miss Nayara, a.k.a. Addictive Fitness for Women in Fitness. All right, y'all. <laughs> Well, as you can see, we are here with, or I am here with my good girlfriend, Nay, aka Addictive Fitness. And we are having her on the show today to talk about women in fitness, especially her particular experience. Um, And so, you know, we're going to dive straight into these questions, Nay. So tell us about yourself. You know, I know a lot about you, but, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in the Zumba community and beyond that know a lot about you, but tell us about yourself, your background, you know, what, you know, your credibility is in the fitness industry, you know, certifications, all that good stuff. All right. Hi, Diana. (laughs) All right. So hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. My name is Nayara. Everybody calls me Nay. I am a native Detroiter who lives here in Southern Maryland, and I have been dancing 
my whole life. I've been dancing my whole life. My mom tells a funny story about that. So I've been dancing forever. But I've been teaching dance with regards to Zumba, boom, for 10 years. This is actually my 10th year anniversary, 10 years in November of teaching Zumba fitness. I say dance is my passion and Zumba is bae because I could not believe that I could make a living doing something like this. Who would have thought that dancing can be something that you can make a living at and helping other people, um, helping as many people as you can. My rule of thumb is one or 100, we go dance. If you come to my class and give me your time, I will give you my energy. So with regards to the certifications that I have acquired over this 10 year process. So I am licensed in Zumba Fitness. I have two certifications in that. Um, I also have licensed in Zumba Toning. Toning uses lightweight toning sticks to give you a little bit more of a burn while you're dancing. I'm licensed in Zumba Gold and a lot of my ladies love Zumba Gold. It's for the deconditioned person, but also geared towards the older community. And don't get it twisted. Those feisty 60 and the older people will give you a run for your money. They are some of my strongest students. And with that um, dance came the fitness element. So a couple of, about a year after I decided to get licensed in Zumba, I actually got licensed to become a certified personal trainer. And since then I've been licensed in a dance fitness uh, program called Boqua, a dance fitness format called Fly Girl. Hey boo. Love that thing. And um, I'm thinking about picking up another one. Dance is just my passion and you can do it with anybody because dance is a universal language. Yes. That's yes. my story. Yes, I love it. And it's so true that it is a universal language yeah. um, because I noticed like at concerts and stuff, you don't even have to speak the same language. That's why exactly. I'm able to travel everywhere because music and dance, yes. So you are a heavyweight. I don't care what you say, you are a heavyweight in the Zumba game. And like you just said, you about to be celebrating your 10th anniversary this year. So hopefully we can figure out a safe way to do that. Yes, we're having a party. We're having a party somewhere yes. in somebody's backyard. <laughs> we got to, we got to. But um, how would you say Zumba has changed over the last decade? Zumba is an ever-evolving entity. I have to give credit to that. When I first got into the Zumba game, Zumba had already been going for about 10 years or so as far as when, it in, when um, its inception was. I thought by the time I got to this point, they was going to have Zumba for dogs and Zumba over here. They have so many different things that you can do with that. Literally, they've gone from just more... 70% Latin-based music only in your class to now more of a world rhythm experience. Like I love my classes because we go around the world in that 60 minutes. Yes, so we do. That has true. <laughs> it's very true. And that's so, what we all love about Nay because oh. it's not the it's not the normal like or typical stereotypical Zumba class. She got yes. it. So I'll let you say it. Go ahead. No, no, no. I love it because I think that I am a good teacher who's always learning to try to be a great instructor. I am going to be your motivator and your cheerleader. And that, excuse me, that has been what I've seen Zumba evolve with. Like if you look at the older videos, everybody looked a certain way. That's not the case anymore. Mm -hmm. If you look at the videos, people be like, oh, I can't dance. 
that has never been a requirement. You can come and just march in place, and I've had that too, and bob your head with a stone face and get a nice workout in. So I have really, really appreciated that. They have another program called, it's now called Strong Nation, which is a total hit program. Like there's that much dancing in that. So Zumba has come full circle on dance fitness, toning your body up, getting younger people involved because they have it for children, getting older people involved. And for those that don't like dancing, but do like a nice beat, they got a Zumba that don't even include dancing in it. So they've come a long way in just the 10 years that I've been in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people, like we just said, you know, they, they think that it's just salsa and bachata, but what types of music are used in Zumba? I am everything. I am everything. I am your Spotify. I am your Apple Music. I am your Pandora. We gonna do it all. Yes, we salsa. Yes, we bachata. Yes, we samba. Yes, we stomp. Yes, we reggaeton. Absolutely do we do all these things. Soca is my jam. That is my issue. I can get on a soca bench for like seven songs and not until I almost pass out do I realize we've been doing soca for a little while. We <laughs> do all things. And I am a Detroit girl, so I am a Motown girl. So I will take it back to some temptations and we will mm-hmm. put some Donna Summer in a class. You should have a worldwide experience in a Zumba class. There are other formats that are more focused towards one or two genres of music, and that's great. One of the things that I loved about Zumba is that you get a little bit of everything. I had no idea what reggaeton was before I actually took a Zumba class because that's not what I was around. And I really, really appreciate that. So I love salsa. I love bachata. I also love hip hop. All of it. You're going to do all of it in class and you go feel every single beat while we rocking. Yes. So you recently posted on your Instagram that it's been like a year since you started doing the virtual Zumba home workouts. Um, And of course, we all miss being with you in person um, as one of your students and mentees. I can say that. Um, But how do you feel quarantining has improved your classes? It's very interesting. I always thought that I am giving you guys me. And the energy exchange for live classes is bar none, that's that's the best ever. But the fact that I actually felt a disconnect from you all when I didn't get a chance to be around you, I was gonna find a way for it to work. Whether Zoom happened or we was doing it on Skype, I was gonna make sure that this happened some kind of way. I think it improved communication between my students and myself because you can come to a class, never talk to anybody, but have the group fitness experience and then leave. My ladies have made like a really strong knit community and we check on each other. If I haven't seen you in class, Anna knows. I will call you and check on you. You okay? I'm not gonna, I will never berate you. I don't think anybody belongs in my class, but if you come to my class, you belong to me. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, that love is not going. Serious <laughs> about that, you belong. Mine, you are mine. Exactly, it's supposed to be that way. So, um, I really appreciate Zoom for that, for allowing us to stay in contact with one another. But it also has given me a little bit of outside of my comfort zone because I don't dance with myself. Mm. <laughs> so this is different. I don't dance with myself for other people to see. 
So I have to see me on screen while I'm looking at everybody else to make sure I'm in frame. To This turned into a whole production and I gotta be my everything. I gotta be my sound person. I gotta be the choreographer. I gotta be the person that's editing it. All of this happened in two days. We closed down on the 16th. Our Zoom class started on March 17th, 20. We don't say that other number. <laughs> that's just something that's going down in, in infamy. But um, I hope that it made me a better instructor, but it definitely made me a more caring one. Because if I don't see you, I'm calling to check on you. That might not have always been the case with the larger classes because it was so many of us. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing. I got text messages now. April is here, right? We start classes <laughs> in a week, yeah. right? Right. Yes, yes. And you're coming back and we cannot wait for that. Because <laughs> it's going to be Yes, reunited and, and it feels so good. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that, um, self-care is super important as an entrepreneur, especially for fitness instructors, because you guys are literally using your bodies and, and your energy. You're like pouring that out for other people. Um, and so how do you import how do you implement more self-care into your lifestyle as a fitness instructor? Again, this is a learning process. Never stop learning. Like I use that hashtag a lot because you have to remember if you stop learning, you stop growing. If you stop growing, you stop living. I am still learning how to do this. Um, in the months leading up to this month, everything was great on the outside, but on the inside, was not feeling all of that because mm -hmm. the part about that live class and that energy exchange for real, for real, that keeps you going more than you think. So few ways that I have come into implementing my self-care is I will give you all of me until I am no more. That is not healthy. Mm -hmm. So if I have to take off a week before this year, I've taken off one full month and that doesn't mean I'm not dancing. Doesn't mean I'm not still learning, but that means I was trying to recharge. Yeah. This is a good way to recharge. I have my teeth. My sissy bought me this mug and it made me feel like a princess. <laughs> so between that meditation, even though I'm a fitness person, stretching really, really helps that body. So Girl, you all your, you yes, baby, you'll be a super strong one solid muscle and not be able to bend <laughs> your toes. Um, you definitely have to, or at least I have found that I definitely have to pray, meditate and make sure I'm doing my Bible reading. That's for me. Mm -hmm. That is regard. I have to do that because Though I have a very strong support system, my husband is fantastic. My family, even though I'm the only one here, my family is in Michigan, loves me and loves on me and all of that. And all of my elected family, my Zumba people, my fitness people, my congregation, they will love on you, but it's not the same as making sure that you're taking care of it yourself. So you have to do it for you. Spiritual minded, you have to do it for you and take the time to say no and get outside. Get outside and get some vitamin D. I will take a walk around my yard. I will take a walk around my neighborhood with my Moses stick because I don't want no snakes to come and get me. And I will just enjoy the sunshine. It really, really helps. And if at all possible, masked up, take a little vacation. 
I am a beach girl. So if I can go and sit near some ocean, even without necessarily getting into it, all of those things I learned in the year that we don't talk about, the year of our Lord 2021 will bring more abundance of that because it's a requirement because you will find out that you are a bucket. And if you do not put something into you, that little hole at the bottom, you pouring out from the top and it's seeping out from the bottom and you will be empty before you know it. Yes, you can. As we always say on this podcast, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Hello. So breaks are important and we are very spiritual as well. So we are really big on spirituality and faith, whatever your faith may be you know making sure that you pour that back into yourself too you better because if you don't who will Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what is and you might have said it already but what is your motto or mantra i thought about this question all of the days (laughs) and i i have so many i really really share, share your top three i guess but they kept they escaped from my brain so the one that i really really have been telling a lot of people lately is sw i learned that through a side business that i started during COVID, and it will get you through a lot of mundaneness that you don't think about sw times three some will some won't so what if it's your passion it's for you. This is something that you believe in. Do it. Some of your people are going to follow you and big up you. Some of your people are not. Some of your people are going to talk about you and that's fine. You do not have to have those people in your circle, but you have to get on the bottom of that because if you have negativity in your life with regards to this, whatever your thing is, dance is my thing. Whatever your thing is, if the some won't will take you out, your why isn't big enough. I do this because I love it. I do this financially to help out my family. I will do this if all of my limbs fall off, I will be a torso rocking back and forth with my head, neck, and shoulders. It's okay. It is okay. And nobody ever got out of life alive. So why so serious? Have some fun. It's okay to be serious about your business, but still have fun in general. You want to be around somebody. Mm-hmm. I hope I want to be around. I want to be a person that people wants to be around. But yeah, those are the two that I thought about. I was like, I don't know all of the things, all of the things. But those are my top three business wise, SW and life wise. Don't take yourself so seriously. It's OK. You're going to make mistakes. And because it all goes into a big circle, you're going to make mistakes. That doesn't mean you failed. Start over and do something else. If you get it right, yay. If you get it wrong, do it again. I believe in you. I do. I believe that you can do it. Yes. Just yourself <laughs> off and try again. Exactly. <laughs> if people don't want to rock with you for what you're doing, that's cool too. Yes. Do it anyway. Yes. Well, um, okay. I only got a couple more questions. So is again, there anything else you'd like to share before we get into your 60 second love message? Mm. Um, I really want to say shout out to my ladies for letting me be on here. This was wonderful too. To try to bring light to women in fitness during Women's History Month is amazing. The fact that I was included in this is extremely humbling and I do appreciate you for that. 
But um, I think I will hold the rest for the 60 second love note. Okay, well, go ahead. With regards to business, if it's something that you love, my dad told me this, if it's legal, you love it, you can make money from it, you will never work a day in your life, ever, ever. And if it can change anybody's life, anybody meaning just one person, if what you have can change the life in a way that's going to be an improvement, in a way that's going to be, um, that's going to make someone's life better, then it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. When I made the statement earlier, nobody ever got out of life alive, it's not a bad thing. It's true. There's nobody that's immortal on this planet, but you are going to make a very big impression on somebody. You may not even know who that somebody is, but you matter. So live like you matter. Put them shoulders down, shake a little shimmy, do what you do, put on some lip gloss and rock it out and never stop learning, please. I literally took a training, I, 10 years, 10 years in Zumba, I took a training this past weekend. Never stop learning. You're never gonna know everything. And that's the best part. Yes. yes. Yay. That's for me, personally. I don't know about y'all that's listening but or watching, but that definitely spoke to me. Maybe. Um, making, you know, so often we worry about like, um, influencing the masses but it's it's really about helping at least one other person that's all that matters that's all that matters. if you can influence more than one person you are so blessed you are so blessed mm-hmm. it's and a that, thing. you are nay you are blessed because you influence so many of us and many more to come in the future because i think you the baddest if not <laughs> okay i was so, I'm you trying to keep it together top tier Zumba instructors and I see so much for you in the future um you are just awesome can't sing your praises enough um but um you know what you mean to me and how much you mean to me so I won't make you cry you are mine Anna and I love you very much I love you too (laughs) so where can everyone follow you and how can they join your classes because baby when it's zoom anybody worldwide could join your classes so how can they do that Faux show um so you can find me on facebook or instagram more instagram than facebook at addictive fitness spelled a d y c t i v e f i t n e s s and I am debating about starting the Tiki Taki. We shall see how that goes. But Facebook and Instagram and all the instructions to join the class are on there. We do our classes on Zoom. And coming back in April, we have classes Monday through Friday, Addictive Fitness, Zumba with Nay, and Stretch and Flex. And I got something new coming for you in May. And I don't even know about this one. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> a whole delicious fruit platter of, of exactly it's just simply all over the place yes well thank you so much nay thank you for having me i really appreciate it get out and get something how will you make it if you never even try you need to get up get out and get something because you and i got to do for you and i well That was such an excellent interview with Nay, and um, she's always looking out for the girls, that's for sure. And today's philanthropy highlight 
is also doing the same. With and for girls by Purity Kagwaria. I hope I didn't butcher that too much. Just give me grace, y'all. But at the 2014 Girls Summit, Stars Foundation, Mama Cash, Plan International UK, and EM Power committed to creating an annual awards initiative that would contribute a combined $1 million towards empowering local organizations working with M4 Girls. This decision was taken in response to the critical lack of resources, especially flexible funding directed towards adolescent girl-led and centered, centered organizations war- worldwide. <laughs> so, y'all, um, I really like this, um, and Kel picked it out, but I really like this uh, organization um, because there's so many, we always talk about like music or music after school programs and just after school programs being cut because of budgeting. And obviously that's an issue worldwide in schools. Um, so it's nice to see um, when we see big and uh, big name organizations coming together to bring more of those opportunities out for young girls to figure out what their talents are and what their strong suits are because um, sometimes it gets kind of beaten down and swept under the rug when you're going through the regular school day trying to get through, you know, standardized testing (laughs) preparation. So you can find out more about With and For Girls via www.withandforgirls.org. All right, so let's get into that last call. All right. I'd like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. So this week's last call is um, take care (laughs) and the words of Saweetie. But when I say take care, I really mean take care. And that means to take care of yourself. Same way Saweetie is prioritizing herself over um, the toxicity that was happening in her relationship and choosing to leave it, knowing that it may affect her, you know, monetary uh, income, knowing that it could affect her um, overall uh, image and appearance in the masses for in the media and, um, you know, for the world to judge her on, you know, just getting to your business and stuff like that. She chose to prioritize herself and her mind and um you know choose her choose her happiness you know like Janae says happiness over everything and (laughs) um I think we can all take a page from that book in our own lives to take care of ourselves sometimes you may get beaten down sometimes you may get stressed out and you may not know what the source of that is you may not know like how to you may be feeling like you're stretched thin, like stretch arm strong, you know? And it takes some time to just kind of drop everything that you can drop, you know, within reason. And just take a step back and just really uh, prioritize what's most important. Some of that was said by Nate as well, too, in our interview. Like, making sure that self-care is at the top of your list. Because without that, if you cannot pour, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you're pouring from an empty cup, you ain't giving nobody nothing. All right, y'all? So 
as y'all can see, I was struggling through that because I have had to take some self-care for myself as well. Um, but we gonna make it y'all, you know, we out here, we working, we still doing our thing and, um, make sure that you follow us at Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations on Instagram, uh, Facebook and YouTube. We'll have the video up of our conversation with Nay. Um, also make sure that you follow us on uh, Cognac Cupcakes, oh no, sorry, CCC Vibes on Twitter uh, because we will be live tweeting. I think that uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire thing is Mother's Day weekend. Do you remember, Dennis? It's Easter. Sunday. It's Easter. Okay, see, it's a lit, it's a move. So, um, a move from home. <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll be live tweeting some of that. You know, I, I can't wait to see all the jokes people going to have and everybody's mama on Facebook posting about it. <laughs> yeah, I might have to go in my dad's closet. Yeah, man, we got to bring up, you know, that's your dad's time. Yeah. So I just, we got to put that on the screen upstairs so yeah. he can watch it. Out, yeah. yeah, we got to cast that to the screen because that's going to be lit. But, uh, <laughs> um, so we got a lot to look forward to, y'all. And make sure that you stay in touch with us and keep up with us like the Kardashians. Until next time. It's a vibe. It's a vibe.